it's time to let you in behind the scenes on one of the biggest and most successful events that we've ever run in our decade of being in business. We just came off the heels of Camp Luminary. It was the first of its kind. It was a camp for entrepreneurial parents and the leaders they're raising for these families to come together and to leave with a common mission and vision the kids to be inspired and to understand what they're called to and to really step into leadership and possibility and to explore the entrepreneurial spirit and for the parents to check the heck out of business and to show up for their families and to put family first and to figure out how to find massive success and freedom in business without it coming at the expense of what matters most. So at the time of this recording, we're a week out from having hosted our very first ever Camp Luminary, and we want to give you a behind the scenes and the 10 massive lessons that we learned from our budding entrepreneurs at Camp Luminary. We had an incredible range, age range of kids at this event from kindergartners up through high school seniors and everything in between. And we learned, we thought we were bringing the value to them and the information to them, which we did, and they were transformed. But my goodness, did they bring it to us. We learned so much from them. So if you're an entrepreneur tuning into this, these lessons are really going to serve you in helping to lift your kids up in leadership and possibility and entrepreneurship and confidence and passion and help you as a parent to integrate business and family from these incredible lessons we learned from these amazing kids. Okay, let's get to it. Pull up a seat to the table. You are listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. After working with countless entrepreneurs, I've noticed a theme. No matter the level of success achieved, they get to this place where they're asking, now what? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact. You want to do work that means something, and you want to be known for it, too. Somewhere along the way, it wasn't just about growing a business anymore. It became time to build your legacy. Plus, building the dream at the expense of everything else that matters, family, freedom, joy, is no dream at all. The Luminary Leadership Podcast is where industry leaders come to break through to their next level of achievement, purpose, and impact. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, and I'm here to raise up this generation of leaders, us, so we can do our part in raising up the next generation of little luminaries. Get ready as we break down all things entrepreneurial leadership in a way that isn't being talked about. We both know you don't just need another strategy. It's time for your breakthrough. Okay, like I said, we're about a week out from Camp Luminary. We're recovering physically, but our cups are so full. Our hearts are so full. This camp for entrepreneurs and their families just to gather and all of whom care so deeply about connecting with their kids and raising them up in leadership. And we created this container, this once-in-a-lifetime experience that is and proved to be the catalyst for change at home and in business. And it was such a beautiful thing. And I'm going to be sharing so much more soon about the camp, but first wanted to share some of these lessons I personally learned from the incredible kids in attendance this year. And it was so powerful. And the reason I'm sharing it was not to just give you a highlight reel of, oh, here's some cool things that happen at camp. No, not at all. These are all things that apply to you. Raising leaders of your own, running a business as you do it. We had kids from age five all the way up through age 17. And we thought it was going to be a real challenge to coordinate these activities and messaging for such a wide age gap thinking, oh man, the the senior in high school isn't going to want anything to do with these like six and seven-year-olds. But 
oh my gosh, the way it all came together and how they served each other was so amazing. So each kid went home with messages and lessons and the older kids learned lessons in leadership and in guiding their groups while the younger ones witnessed possibility and engaged with the older kids. It was really a magical thing to witness. So while the business owners were masterminding about integrating business and family and scaling their business for more freedom and really talking about the tangible, actionable things they could do now based on some of the keynote messages, the kids were given a challenge. So here was the challenge, and it's going to sound pretty basic until we get into what it amounted into. And I really want you to listen to this part because this is something that you can absolutely do with your kids as a family. And not only will they walk away with some money, but they will learn so much about business. So you know the typical lemonade stands kids put together in their neighborhood corners to make some money in the summer. I used to do it all the time. And oftentimes it's that first taste of entrepreneurship for kids. We hear stories all the time of these really successful entrepreneurs. They're like, oh, yeah, I've been an entrepreneur since I can remember. I was hosting lemonade stands back in my neighborhood when I was four years old. And that's well and that's good. But many of them aren't applying the incredible possibilities when it comes to entrepreneurship to these lemonade stands. So we decided we were going to take the concept and add a massive twist where they now had two other businesses to compete with in the same vicinity, and they had to work with a team of people that they didn't know very well to collaborate to teach some key business lessons and principles, as well as teamwork and leadership skills. And they were going to walk away with cash money, okay? They needed to work together to figure out what was going to make them unique in the market, how they were going to get people to buy their product when there were other competing Uh, product lines right next door to them? How would they market? How would they make the product? How would they run the business? How would they run the team? How were they going to do design? Because they were given art supplies to brand their lemonade stand. How much were they going to charge? Were they going to undercut the competition or were they going to be a luxury brand and why? Were they going to include kind of a spin on their typical lemonade. Some of them decided to have strawberry lemonade or lemonade iced tea. And how were they going to ultimately sell the product? How are they going to deliver it? How are they going to collect the money? These kids went all out. We talked about unique selling proposition. We talked about marketing strategy. We talked about sales. We talked about customer service. So we had kids of all ages Working in tandem, we had three different lemonade stands. They were given the supplies and they were turned, like put out on their own and said, okay, here are all the things you want to consider. And they were given a couple hours to do it. And then all the adults were the customers. And we had the free will to go to whatever stands we wanted and buy the product based on a variety of different factors. Could be based on what we heard through the grapevine. It could be based on their marketing, could be based on their customer service, it could be based on the experience or how they set up their stand and, you know, where you'd get to sit or the location. Okay, so this was fascinating. What I didn't expect, what was what we would learn from these budding entrepreneurs in the making. Okay, so I'm going to walk you through the 10 pieces of the puzzle. And if you decide to do this activity with your kids, these are things that you might want to kind of prompt them on. Because what we did do was we teed them up to 
just be coached a little bit first because a lot of these kids don't have business experience, but they wanted to. So there were things we wanted them to consider. We didn't want these kids just going, making their lemonade and just standing at a stand and selling it. And they all look the same. So the first thing that we really witnessed was them knowing their worth. One team realized really quickly that although they felt they had the highest quality product, they were the lowest priced. And knowing their value, they quickly pivoted on a dime and they tripled their price and it actually paid off. There was no questioning if someone would pay these crazy prices. It was simple. This is what we're worth. This is what we're charging. And it was awesome to see the confidence in these kids because they're paying attention to their competition and they're seeing that, man, some of these higher priced items, like people are gravitating towards them because they see more value in it. So they knew their worth. And that was something so powerful we didn't expect to come from this activity. The other thing that was cool was although they were looking at competition, they learned very fast to tune out other voices. They had originally listened to someone who said, no one's going to pay more than a dollar for lemonade. And instead of listening to their gut, they listened to him and it was later reflected that they knew it was wrong and they had done it anyway. And there was a lesson learned there. And that's when they pivoted. Right. So they started to extract from that, man, we need to put our blinders on and we need to build this business based on what's right for us, what's right for the clients that we want to serve, despite what other people are telling us and what other people are saying. We got to go with our gut. We got to work as a team. Okay. This is one of my favorite parts. <laughs> so these are kids. Okay. They learned. They had to make it easy for people to buy from you. So we're at this event. Everybody's outside. We've been camping, right? We've been there for a few days. So not everybody's like carrying a wallet around or had cash on them. So they were understanding that they were in that environment in the middle of nowhere. There's no ATM. And one of the girls added Venmo. She created a Venmo account to make it so simple for the adults to buy their lemonade. And it was a hit because for a lot of the parents, they'd go up to table and they'd say, oh, I really want to buy your lemonade, but I don't have any cash. Well, this one group of the three said, no problem, we've got Venmo. So they had multiple ways people could pay and it made it quick and easy for these kids to collect the money. And they were able to price higher because when people are paying with credit, they pay less attention to what they're actually putting out from a payment perspective. Okay, so I already mentioned, we talked about unique selling proposition. If you're an entrepreneur, pay attention to this part, okay? Because there are likely a ton of people who do what you do, but what makes you unique in the market? What makes you different? We talked a lot with these kids about, you gotta have a unique selling proposition, right? Before we sent them off to work on their stands, we were reminding them that you guys are all selling the same product. So what's gonna set you apart? What's gonna make you different? And there are a lot of ways to skin that cat. The product could be different. Your marketing could be different. You could be different. Your location could be different. You got to think about these things. So one of the girls, when they were setting up their stand, she decided to rim the glass with sugar so that other future customers would notice this special touch, ask them, hey, where did you get your lemonade? And get their customers to do the marketing for them because they were the only ones in the market that had a rimmed glass. So she, one of the ingredients we gave them to make their lemonade was honey. So they put a honey rim 
and then dipped it in the sugar that was also given to them. And it worked. Parents were walking around with this rimmed glass when most people didn't have it. And they're like, wait a minute, where'd you get a rimmed glass? They're like, oh, they are selling it with a rimmed glass. So they developed their own unique selling proposition. Okay, the next thing is they started to learn and adapt to their audience. So instead of just putting out a tip jar, one of the teams thought about who they're selling to and they're selling to parents. And what would make those parents want to contribute more money? So they put up a sign. There were two different teams that did this. One of them put up a sign that all donations were going towards a future business that they were starting. Genius. Another team put out a sign. That team had the youngest kid that was there. He was five years old. He was adorable. And the whole time at camp, this little kid was talking about hamsters and how much he loved hamsters and he wanted a hamster. Well, above their tip jar, they had a little sign that said, help Gunner buy his first hamster. So they knew they were dealing with parents and they totally tugged on their heartstrings. And those kids raked it in with tips. Okay, so another team, they wanted to be different. We gave the kids like strawberries and blueberries. Some of them muddled them. God only knows how many hands were in the lemonade that we were drinking, but we just, you know, you're camping, you power through through it. The germaphobe that I am, I still drank the lemonade. But one of the teams noticed that there were a ton of mulberry trees around. And they, my brother was there helping out with camp. And my brother's like 6'4". And the kids couldn't reach the mulberries. So I noticed at one point from afar, like, what is my brother doing in that tree? Well, the kids had gone to him. They're like, hey, Douglas, can you help us reach these mulberries? And he pulled down a bunch of mulberries for them to add to their lemonade. And they talked through how it was a lot harder to get this product, that it couldn't be found anywhere else. And they priced it accordingly. They were the only stand with mulberry lemonade. I think they're the only people in the world with mulberry lemonade. That same group was really unique because one of their marketing things was that they were all... Uh, natural ingredients. And they really focused on the fact that they did no preservatives. They didn't use the prepackaged mix of lemonade. They decided to make it fresh with honey and fresh squeezed lemon. So they really sold on that. That was part of their marketing, the mulberries and the fresh organic ingredients. Okay, so the next thing, I got to brag on my son Jack for a second and his friend Mickey. So they were among the younger kids in the group, And they decided that if they created, this was brilliant, a comfortable place in the shade for people to congregate and sit and then offer a discounted second glass, they could bring in more money from existing customers instead of having to go out and find more. These are friggin' seven-year-olds coming up with these ideas that I'm like, you are brilliant. Jack later told us, he's like, well, I was thinking about it, mom. And anytime we look for a restaurant on a nice day, you always want to sit outside and you want nice outdoor seating. So we didn't have any place for anybody to sit and none of the stands had seating. So they went around the camp and they were like rolling logs from around the fireplace from far away and working these two little kids working together to carry chairs up and they had an outdoor seating section and they brought in so much business. All of the kids on the teams very proudly and without any hesitation or shyness, which was really remarkable because I'd say probably half of the kids were very shy at the start of camp. They claimed their strengths and they assigned roles really quickly within their teams. And it was so cool to see them boldly say, hey, I'm great at art. I'm going to make the sign. 
right? Or I know a cool song I can sing. I'll be the marketer. And they had two of the girls made up a secret handshake that they would perform in front of their stand with a jingle telling them, hey, our lemonade's the best. You want our lemonade. So they were leveraging those strengths. Or uh, one of the kids was saying how math is their strong suit. So let me figure out how we're going to price this and calculate costs while you guys work on something else. So they started to own their gifts, which was not something they were doing at the beginning of the camp. When we were going through different exercises and asking them, hey, what are your strengths? They were having a very hard time speaking up on it, but because they were working within a team and they had a common mission and they were fighting for it together, they came alive and they started to see and become more confident in what came naturally to them and they leveraged it for the benefit of the team and the business and the bottom line. We saw one particular girl, and this is another thing that we learned from them, we saw one girl completely come out of her shell during the challenge. So up until this point, she had kept to herself fully. I I was really self-conscious watching her. She's a teenager. She's about 15 years old. And I'm thinking, oh, this poor girl. She probably got dragged here by her, her dad. She doesn't want to be here. She didn't really contribute much. She wasn't talking to anybody. And I was just you know, as the one running it thinking like, oh, I just want her to engage. I want her to have fun. I want her, I want this to be worth their while. I just feel so bad. They came from across the country to come to this. And I'm just seeing her and I'm like, she's like that classic teenager that's like keeping to herself. But when there was a task and a team with a goal and an objective, she took it and she ran with it. And I think the lesson for me here was really that sometimes we have to mix things up to see our kids shine. We think they're not taking initiative or they're not interested or they're not trying. Try something new. Stop beating your head against the same wall with your kid. Explore something that makes them come alive. Find their spark. And we've talked about this. If you're having trouble with that, we have a tool to support. You can go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash spark. It's a free tool, but maybe this can help you discover And if I feel like my kid's just not motivated or they don't take initiative or they're just that typical teenager, I haven't done my part in helping them discover and cultivate what is their unique gift. So it was so incredible watching her come alive. She hadn't said two words the whole time. And she's a gymnast. And she stood out in front of her, her table with the lemonade stand. And she was doing full on backflips, which was amazing for marketing. And then they realized, oh, instead of just having her do the backflips out front to have people come look and cheer her on and draw people in, they started saying, if you buy our up-priced lemonade, you know, like they had some special, you get three backflips done just for you by this girl. And it was like, she was just lit up and her team was lit up and it worked. It brought people in. And the final lesson for us as a team that we learned, but could apply to those of you raising different aged kids. Like I said in the beginning, we were a little worried at first that this would be too complex for the younger kids. We weren't giving them the credit they deserved, clearly. They had to write a business plan and calculate costs and write about their target audience. And this was a next level lemonade stand. And we thought it would be too elementary for our high school kids. Every single kid ran with the challenge. I'm talking everyone every single one, and walked away with some major, major lessons learned. Don't over or underestimate lessons 
Some things really are simplistic in nature and need to stay that way (laughs) to be drilled home. And some lessons that we think will be over our kids' heads aren't. Give them the credit they deserve. Give them the opportunity to rise to the challenge. They're always listening. They're always observing. And they're taking something out of what we put in front of them as parents. So my point in telling you all of this is I think our kids intuitively know more than we think. (laughs) More than we think they do simply by witnessing us, simply by being entrepreneurs and living these principles. These were kids of entrepreneurs and we were blown away by their creativity and their inventiveness and their ability to pivot and to be resilient and to market and to see opportunities. And I think at the end of the day, we were getting more right than we give ourselves credit for as parents, right? Just by modeling these things. These ideas and lessons come easily to these kids, and it was so powerful to be able to get together as a group afterwards and talk about all the things that they did and learned and really bring home the lessons they learned. Another really, really cool thing was after the lemonade stand, we had all the kids line up. And we had, they didn't have to speak, but we we asked them, hey, what did you learn from this? Thinking maybe like one or two of the extroverted kids might grab the mic. Every kid grabbed the mic. They all shared the power of this experience and how happy they were to be a part of it. And it was just, I don't know, there was something about it. There was something in the air. Maybe there was something in the lemonade, but it was really magical. So if this sounds like something you want to take part in next time, you can get on the wait list, which is already filling up, which is blowing my mind. And this is a very intimate event. So it's going to be first come, first serve once we open the door. So you want to head over to Luminary leadershipco.com forward slash camp waitlist and you can get on the waitlist. We'd love to serve you and your family, but you can also try this at home. Make it a full experience. It's not just about the money the kids can make. Have the conversations, coach them, let your business be the classroom. That's the theme this summer, right? With this summer series. There's so much our kids are witnessing in us, but let's actively talk about it. Let's actively teach them. So I hope you got some wisdom from these 10 things that we learned from our budding entrepreneurs at Camp Luminary. And we hope to see you there next year. Go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash camp waitlist. And if this spoke to you, please share it, tag us, let us know. And we cannot, we're already in planning mode for next year. We cannot wait to continue to serve these incredible entrepreneurial families who are building incredible businesses while putting family first. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.